أشهد أن لا إله إلا الله أشهد أن لا إله إلا الله أشهد أن محمد رسول الله أشهد أن محمد رسول الله حي على الصلاة حي على الصلاة السلام عليكم ورحمة الله وبركاته بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم الحمد لله الحمد لله وكفى وسلام على عباده الذين استفى أما بعد فأعوذ بالله من الشيطان الرجيم بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم خلق الإنسان عجولا وقال النبي صلى الله تعالى عليه وسلم الأنات من الله والعجلة من الشيطان أو كما قال النبي صلى الله تعالى عليه وسلم My most respected elders and beloved brothers We thank Allah Tabarak wa Ta'ala for his many favors on us And he's our health and has given us his health He's given us our families He's given us our needs in this world He's given us so many things that we have to thank Allah Ta'ala for And then there's the, the favors as far as the deen of Allah is concerned Especially in this country that we are living in Allah has given us so many freedoms the ability to come to the masjid. We have so many ulama. Every town, there's so many ulama. So many madrasas. You go back a few, maybe a few decades ago, these things were not present. In fact, you go out of our country, to the nearby countries, you find large populations of Muslims. But they don't have these favors that we enjoy. Madrasas, children go to school, and then they come to madrasa in the afternoon, and they learn the deal for two hours. They're learning aqidah, aqaid, they're learning tahara, diniyat, practices, Islamic practices. They're learning the history of Nabi Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam and the Sahaba Ikram and the Anbiya Alayhi Wasallam We are so fortunate that in this country, Alhamdulillah, we have got so many opportunities to advance and increase ourselves in the deen of Allah Subhanahu Wa Ta'ala Therefore, my dear brothers, we should be thankful to Allah for this and we should make qadr of this, appreciate this and value these opportunities A time will come 
When Nabi sallallahu says, Allah will lift from this world the knowledge of Islam. Sahaba couldn't understand. Some of them said, how will the knowledge of Islam be lifted? Will it just suddenly disappear from people's hearts and minds? Will people just become blank as far as the deen is concerned? Nabi Islam said, no. When, you, when the ulama will pass away, when the righteous, pious, thoroughly knowledgeable ulama will depart from this world, then the people, then there will be no real ulama around. And the people will go to people, to others, for guidance. And those who they will go to, themselves will be devoid of guidance. They will be on the right path. The hadith was a dhallu for a dhallu. They will be themselves on the wrong path. They will be misguided themselves. They may be very knowledge, very knowledgeable in some other field of life. But they may not be thoroughly grounded in the knowledge of deen of Allah Ta'ala. So this favor that we have in our country of having ulama around us, in our families, hafizes, madrasas, darul ulums, the effort of the work of da'wat and tabligh, the khanqahs, the markazes of deen, my dear brothers, we should appreciate these opportunities and frequent these places. And also we have the opportunity to practice our deen, to wear the topi, other leaders mentioned, that is about wearing of the topi. But this is a symbol of Islam. One of the symbols of a Muslim is the topi. At least we come to the masjid, my beloved elders and brothers, let us see how we can adopt the sunnah of Rasulullah sallallahu We need to preserve our symbols. Otherwise, what will happen is, as time will go, these symbols will become extinct. Three people are spending millions to study about the dinosaurs. Research departments in different universities are spending millions of rands and do- dollars for absolute, absolutely useless, useless needs. Because if you will not touch the sunnah of Rasulullah that we will allow these practices of the, of the deen to become extinct. And tomorrow, when our children will grow up and our grandchildren will grow up, they will have nothing to turn to. They will have nothing to, to, nothing to see in front of them. So it is our duty to preserve the deen while we are in this world, my beloved brothers. For thinking of the future generations that will come. Imagine the masjid now when everybody is here not looking like a Muslim. Mm-hmm. Allah give us to, to, to realize the importance of these small things. Our deen teaches us that if you value the smaller things, Allah will give you tawfiq to do the bigger things. And then Allah will give you tawfiq to do even bigger things. That when you disregard the, the so-called smaller things like the adab of deen. If a person disregards and he regards the trivial, the adab of deen, then a time will come and he will disregard the wajibat of deen. And then when he disregards the things which are, which are, which are important in deen, then finally he will disregard even the faraiz of Islam. What is compulsory for a Muslim to do, he will eventually disregard even that, and then what happens? Then he crosses the boundary of Islam. Let us save us from that situation. Therefore, we have to appreciate what we have. Guard our deen. Begin to love the sunnah of, of the topi, the sunnah of Islamic dressing. Our women folk, our youngsters, our daughters, from a young age, dress our children like Muslims. Today, in many Muslim countries, you cannot dress like a Muslim. Allah favored us in a country where we are a small minority. Allah has blessed us with the opportunity to practice our deen. So it is upon us, my beloved brothers, to appreciate this. And Allah's system is, If you show thanks to Allah, Allah will increase His favors on us. And how do we show thanks? One way of thanks is by just saying, Shukr alhamdulillah, which is also thanks. But the other is the practical way of expressing our thanks by practicing on the deen of Allah Ta'ala, by using these facilities Allah has given us to preserve our deen, my beloved brothers. Allah Ta'ala, let us, let us to guard our deen jealously. Yeah, t- today there are many communities in the world today, small communities, but they are preserving their symbols, they are guarding their symbols. I mentioned the other day also, went to Palestine, I saw the, last year Ramadan, this, in one of the one of the neighborhoods, the signs, a very, very, very big sign, everywhere you see the sign. If you are Jewish and you are proud to be Jew, then show it to everybody, let everybody see it. 
Because we've got the deen haq Allah Ta'ala says in the Quran Sharif, وَالَّذِي أَرْسَلَ رَسُولَهُ بِالْهُدَى وَدِينِ الْحَقِّ لِيُذْهِرَهُ عَلَى الدِّينِ كُلِّهِ Allah Ta'ala says that Allah is the one who sent his beloved Habib, Nabi Muhammad Mustafa Sallallahu his Rasul, بِالْهُدَى with the guidance, وَدِينِ الْحَقِّ and with the true and the right deen, the deen of truth, لِيُذْهِرَهُ عَلَى الدِّينِ كُلِّهِ For what reason? Not only to praise Nabi Sallallahu has given us guidance in every field of our lives. Nabi Sallallahu Alaihi practically demonstrated and he taught how to be a Muslim businessman, a Muslim father, a Muslim husband, a Muslim daughter, a Muslim leader of a country, politics, business, home life, everything. Nabi Sallallahu was the perfect example, my dear brothers. Allah give us profit to, to love him and to make an effort to bring it to our lives. It's sunnah in every department of our lives, inshallah. It is also very, very important. Whenever we sit in the bayan, for us to make our niyat correct. We listen to many, many talks, mashallah. When a person, ulama tell us, when a person sits in the talk, even if for a few minutes, if his niyat is correct, he sits there for his islah, for his reformation, not just to see who the speaker is, or what new thing we can hear today. We tired of that old style now. Let's hear something new. That is, if a person is really sincere, then no matter if something is repeated many times, he will, he will, he will embrace what is being said and you bring it into his life. If a person has attitude of a spectator attitude, let's see what happens, let's see what he's going to say. Let's see who's, who's this week, or who's last week, or what, what, is, what is the topic. What is, then we find, we'll hear bayan after bayan, and there'll be no change. So Allah give us to to make our intentions clear from the beginning, the speaker and the listeners. Allah Ta'ala says in the Quran Sharif, الَّذِينَ يَسْتَمِعُونَ الْقَوْلِ فَيَتَّبِعُونَ أَحْسَنَ Who are the ones who are, who are the intelligent ones, who are the people of Iman? Allah describes them in the Quran Sharif. الَّذِينَ يَسْتَمِعُونَ الْقَوْلِ Those people who don't... Allah doesn't say, الَّذِينَ يَسْمَعُونَ الْقَوْلِ Allah says, يَسْتَمِعُونَ Istima' in Arabic means to listen very attentively. They listen with the eyes of the heart and the eyes of the head. And with the ears of the heart and the head. They listen attentively. فَيَتَّبِعُونَ They listen with the need of amal. فَيَتَّبِعُونَ أَحْسَنَ Because the need is correct, Allah gives them tawfiq to make ittiba' of what is good. They follow the good advice that is given. Allah then says, الَّذِينَ هَدَاهُمُ اللَّهِ These are the people who Allah guides. They are the rightly guided people. You want the people who are guided correctly? Look at these people who listen and they make amal. Don't just listen and listen from all sides. Radio is playing this, Christmas is playing. But, but there's no, no amal, no action. So we listen with the correct intention, Allah says, and we, and we make amal, whatever, we, whatever, whatever good we hear. Allah says, these are the ones who are rightly guided. And, and they are the intelligent ones. Allah give us tawfiq to be amongst those people, my dear brothers. I read the hadith in the Quranic ayat in the beginning. Allah Ta'ala says in the Quran, خُلِقَ الْإِنسَانُ وَعَجُولًا Insan has been created very hasty, very hasty. By nature, we are very hasty. We want things to happen overnight. But today, we want everything like the microwave. Put it in the microwave. In three seconds, it must get hot. Everything must come right. We want that you know, quick results in everything. The Bi'i Papa has said, on the other hand, my dear brothers, الْأَنَاتُ مِنَ اللَّهِ وَالْعَجَلَةُ مِنَ الشَّيْطَانِ Allah likes a person to be calm and to be composed and to think properly before he does anything. He doesn't do something in haste and then he regrets. But he thinks out, th- works his plan out properly and then he, then he carries it out. And on the other hand, وَالْعَزَلَةُ مِنَ الشَّيْطَانِ And shaitan, the person is always very hasty. This is from the shaitan. People do everything in big haste, quick haste. Everything, our namah is done in haste. Everything is done very, very hastily. No, but we should make our namah slowly. Whatever we do, do it properly. 
shaitan rushes us to, to these things. He makes us spend hours and hours in, in places of vice and acts of vice. So people can watch a match for two hours and two and a half hours and they will pray for a rip, for a, what do you call it, a, what do you call it, a, a penalty shootout also. And we, and we sit glued to it. But when it comes to a bayan, half an hour, 45 minutes, we begin shuffling, we're looking at the clock, we begin making signs to each other, look at eyes, and we look at the clock now, look at the next person, look at the clock again, you know. So this is our, from the shaitan. So my dear is, Nabi Sallallahu said, Al-anatu min Allah, wal-anatu min shaitan. This being calm and composed, this is the quality Allah loves. Once sahab, some sahaba came to Nabi Sallallahu Alaihi So, when they came to Nabi Sallallahu Alaihi any of the sahaba, they, they were, first time they came into Medina, and they were so anxious to see the Nabi of Allah. Nabi Sallallahu Alaihi Allah's prophet, the man who will be waiting for, the man who the prophets of the past have been telling us he's going to come one day, now he's in Medina. People came into Islam in Medina or wherever else and they came now rushing to, they came to Medina Sharif. So when they came in the caravan, so many of them came and they were so excited, you know. So they left whatever they had on the animals, the they, 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 they luggage and everything. And they rushed forward into the masjid to meet Nabi Sallallahu But one person amongst them, he was very calm and relaxed. And what he did, he gathered everybody's things, everybody's belongings, put it all together, he tied the animals, those animals that were not tied, he tied them up. And then very calmly he came into the masjid and Nabi Sallallahu saw him, Nabi Sallallahu complimented him and he says, you have got such quality that Allah Ta'ala loves. Al-anatu, al, 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 uh, you got this quality of, of your well, well composed, Allah loves your quality of being calm and well composed and, 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 and not being in haste. So my dear brothers, Nabi Sallallahu said that these things are from Allah, from Allah Ta'ala, to be calm is from Allah Subhanahu Wa Ta'ala and to be hasty about whatever we do is from the shaitan. But one great alim, one of the great mashayikh of the past, Hatib Asam Rahmatullahi, he mentions, he says, Illa fi khamsatin. To do things in haste is from the shaitan, except in five things. is isn't much time, but there are very few minutes I have. But he says, Nabi Sallallahu has told us that when you, do, when you do things in haste, it's from the shaitan. But there are five things which you should not do hastily. Fa'inna min sunnati Rasulillah Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. Because these five things are from the sunnah of Rasulullah Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. When you do these five things, you should hasten when doing these five things. The first thing he says is, it'am ta'am. When you feed people, you should feed people, you shouldn't, you shouldn't delay when feeding people. For example, if you call people to some place and you give out food, for example, Allah give us more tawfiq, my dear. Alhamdulillah, this is a very good quality in our community that we are, we are getting involved in these initiatives to feed the poor people. So this is actually, this way we are actually promoting our deen. And the ulama tell us when you're doing this here, not with any ulterior motive, but when you do these things, we should wear a topi, show that you are a Muslim. Show what Islam is. People are seeing the dark side of Muslims. Let us show them the good side of Muslims, what our deen teaches us. Sometimes when we do these things, wear our topi, look like, like a Muslim, and do it the right way. And don't get our ladies involved. Today we're going to get the ladies involved and make the social event. Because if ladies should be in their homes. They should be marching on the streets. We shouldn't be displaying our daughters and sisters and mothers for the whole world to see. They need to be making dua at home, praying to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala for the changes, for the help of Allah to come to us. Sahaba and our pious predecessors never march with the ladies on the streets and let them scream and shout and hold placards and banners and show their charms and let people admire their beauty. No, this is not part of Islam. This is not the Islamic way. This is a way, but not the Islamic way. Allah give us to understand, to be able to differentiate from what is right from what is not right, inshallah. So, he says that when you feed people, you shouldn't delay by feeding people. Hasten in feeding people. Sometimes also we find, my dear brothers, very often we have a function, a walima, for example. The walima, call people for the walima. The nikah takes place, then the walima takes place. Now when the walima takes place, brothers, that should be also, there shouldn't be delay in the walima. 
often Allah Ta'ala will say today a lot of other you know customs and practices coming to our functions so instead of keeping them very very simple simplicity is part of our deen al-bazazatu min al-iman simplicity is part of our deen part of Islam and iman Muslims should always be simple you shouldn't be you shouldn't be pretentious you shouldn't follow you know the norms of others live a simple life there's barakat in that so for example you have a walima call the people and we say the meals we serve after zohar namaz and we have a time now people all come they leave their other commitments they come for that that function somebody may have maybe left may have somebody sick at home somebody now is coming there he's got his own own problems he's diabetic with other issues health issues he comes there now he's waiting for the food and now one program starts after the other one and another kirat and uh, bayan and then somebody says my sister is like this and my brother is like this and you know all these formalities and then now last the morning I'll give another give a talk and another morning I'll give another dua and then the food is served what are we doing maybe some has taught us that we should feed people quickly don't delay because somebody kept your time call them at a certain time now one hour later two hours later now the whole the bayan is carrying on Mawlana is giving his talk, but nobody is worrying about his talk. They are eating the papar and the samosa and they are looking at the clock and they are saying, when is the groom coming and where is the food coming? What is this, brother? What are we doing? Let's learn to change our ways, reform our ways, my dear brother. Let's keep our functions simple. So, so first advice he says, it'aam ta'am. Second thing he says is, وَتَجْهِيزُ الْمَيْتِ When somebody dies, to prepare the burial, to prepare the janazah for the burial, that should be done hastily. Shouldn't be any, shouldn't be delay in that. Somebody passes away, my dear brothers, Allah system. And people admire Muslims for this habit, this practice also. That you find when non-Muslims, their barriers are, are prolonged, you know, uh, uh, what do you call it, their prolonged uh, practices. One week they keep the body in the mortuary. Allah A Muslim should be very uncomfortable when his loved one goes into the mortuary also. Our deen teaches us when he passes away today, begin with the burial procedure. The kafan, the ghusl, the kafan, and the dafan should be done without any delay, my dear brothers. So he passes away as quickly as possible, the person should be buried. Nabi Sallallahu said, when a person passes away and you're carrying him now to his cover, he says, قَدِّمُ If he was a good person, he says, قَدِّمُونِ قَدِّمُونِ Hasten with me, hasten with me. Take me to my, my place where I'm going to enjoy the name of Allah Subhanahu Wa Ta'ala. And on the other hand, Nabi Sallallahu says, when a person, he wasn't a good person, فَإِنْ كَانَ سِوَى ذَلِكْ If he was besides that, then he says, يَا وَيْلِ يَا وَيْلَتِي فَشَرٌ تُقَدِّمُونِ إِلَيْهِ Oh people, destruction beyond me. Where are you rushing me to? Where are you taking me to? So, we have been taught in our deen. When somebody passes away, don't delay unnecessarily. Somebody is in Johannesburg, somebody is somewhere else. There's a reasonable time, okay, we can wait for somebody for a little while. But not now, wait for hours and hours. Somebody in Cape Town, somebody is somewhere overseas and now waiting for his janazah. And now, we have the janazah, for example, between two salahs. And now we make the janazah and then we have the hope. And in the janazah itself, there's so many rituals and formalities itself also. In the home, so many, one person makes a fatiha, another person makes another fatiha, another person has something else. But it's simple, our deen must be simple. You go there, you make dua for the person. If you, somebody passes away and you're unable to enter the janazah, then wherever you are, Allah will convey the reward of your good deeds to that person. How we have EFT, you make a transfer of your funds to someone else's account. The very same way, every good deed that you do, Allah gives you a reward for the good deed. What you can do now, after you do a good deed, you say, Allah, the reward of my, my, my neck amal, my namaz, or my Quran reading, or my Yasin Sharif, Allah, convey the reward of this person, of this, to the so-and-so person that has, has passed away. Allah will give the reward to that person. Now we have so many things. At the Kabbalistan also, so many formalities. 
One Molana, I do something, the Salah, I do something else, and you do something, and then the Azan takes place. Where are all these from? These are all new customs that are coming to our deen. Let's keep our, our marriages, our funerals simple in the way of the Sunnah of Rasulullah Pak Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. Then my brothers, he says, the next thing is, Bikr. The third thing you should hasten and not delay is when getting, getting our daughters, our young women, unmarried virgin girls married. That is, this is part of our deen also. Maybe something encouraged that when a person is of marriageable age, she should be married very, very quickly without any delay. Many occasions we find, alhamdulillah, even today, generally you find what happens nowadays, person is studying. There's a relationship carrying on. The daughter is studying at some place, university, and there's somebody that she's in, involved with somebody for one year, two years, that relationship carries on, but the parents are happy with that. So what's, what's the reason? No, waiting for her to finish a degree. But they're already living like husband and wife. They're going out together. They're having, they're eating out together. They're driving together in the car. They're coming to, and the worst thing is sometimes when the, the parents themselves, they allow the, the, the strange boy to come into the home and sit next to his daughter. But this is the, this is the height, this is the lowest you can get to. The Bishwasan has actually cursed that father who is a, a man who is a day youth. A man who is a coupled. A man who doesn't care about the, the, the moral, the moral, the, the, the moral behavior, the morality of his women folk. When a man stoops to the level where he allows a strange boy to sit with his daughter and to allows him to be sit in seclusion in his own home. That is what how low can how low can, can we get? Allah give us that haya once again. We should have this haya and this concern that my that our daughters are precious. They're not somebody for the somebody to experiment with them before marriage. Nikah is a very, very great amal, my dear brothers. Nikah is a is a Mubarak amal. We need to keep these things in mind, my dear brothers. That we get our children married as soon as possible when they have marriageable age. Alhamdulillah, there are many, there are people sitting here in this masjid also at this very moment where, where the boy and, and the family, boy's family go to some place and they see the girl, they're happy and the very same day they decide to make the nikah also. They say, Mia bibi razi kya kare kazi. Boy is happy, the girl is happy. Now what's the day for delay? Alhamdulillah, bismillah. And they get married, doesn't mean they have to get now wada straight away. Once they're married now, you know, they're happy. Right, there's no need to now delay. Let's make the nikah. And then when, when, later on, a month later or two months later, when something, when you need to get the house ready or do a few things, finish a few, few loose ends, then we get them together, stay together. Alhamdulillah. And even if they're not staying together also, they are together and they now, they are together in a halal way. We're committing haram under our noses. And knowingly, we know they're making haram. So the third thing, Hazrat Hatim Asana says, is Tazweej will bigger. Fourth thing he says, my dear brothers, is that she is Qadahu Dain. We should pay our karas, our debts. This is a very, very important aspect of our, of our life, my dear brothers. And very often we find we are in debt and we postpone paying our debts. We come to an agreement, we say we pay in three months' time and we have the funds and we delay paying that person. The person who we bought the goods from, for example, those may know all this. The person who bought the goods from, he may be, he may have taken the, he may be, having some needs to fulfill and now we are dealing this person unnecessarily we're going for Umrah we're buying a new car we are changing this in our homes that in our homes we're having a good life but we are saying no at the moment things are very very bad things are bad when you took the, the loan or you did the business at that time you didn't say if things are good I'll pay you and if things are bad I won't pay you but you need to keep to this the Bishwam said that imagine a shaheed Allah give all these people who have become shaheed in Gaza and everywhere. Allah give them jannah to feed those. A shaheed is such a person that before his death can go on the ground, his sins are forgiven. But Nabi Pakistan says that a shaheed also will not, will not be forgiven 
if he dies while he is in Taraz and in death. Once Nabi Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam, somebody owed him some, Nabi Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam owed somebody some, some, something. Person came to demand his Taraz from Nabi Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. At that very moment, Nabi Sallallahu didn't have anything. That person was the Bedouin. He was a bit, he was a bit harsh in the way he asked for his debt to be prepaid. He said, I want it now. I don't care what. Sahaba looked at him and he said, how can you talk like this to Nabi Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam? He said, I have a right because it is my debt. I have money owing to me. Nabi Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam became upset with the Sahaba. He said, how can you, how can you reprimand him? You should actually intercede on his behalf. You should, you should not be reprimanding the person who has a right. And he says, إِنَّ لِسَاحِبِ الْحَقِّ مَقَالٌ A person who has a right, has the right also, anybody has the right owing to him, he has the right to claim his right also. He has the hak to speak out for his right. So very, very important, dear brothers, to make sure that we fulfill our hak and our rights. Nabi Islam said, there is no good in any nation where the weak cannot claim the rights from the strong. So very, very important for us to make sure Nabi Islam said, Matarul Ghani Zulmun. Do you know what is Zulm? Israel is big Zulm on Palestine, on the Gaza, people of Gaza. But another form of Zulm is when you have the money to pay your debts and you withhold it and you, de- and you postpone it and you, and you procrastinate paying your person his debts. That's also haram and Zulm. So Allah gives us to understand our deen in his correct perspective, my dear brothers. And then last but not least, Nabi Islam says, Tawba tum ba'da dham. You make Tawba after you commit a sin. My dear brothers, Allah is so merciful. We are full of sins. We have a lot of weaknesses in our lives. But Allah loves it when a person makes a sin, commits a sin, and immediately his, his Iman tells him that you've done something wrong. Make Tawbah to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Allah ta'ala, Nabi Islam says, Inna Allah yaqbalu tawbat al-abdi ma'alam yugharghir. Allah ta'ala accepts the Tawbah of a person until the point when he is about to die. So the door of Tawbah is open for us. Allah give us tawfiq, my dear brothers, to look at all these aspects in our lives, see where we are running, we're falling short, how we can rectify our lives, reform our lives, Get closer to Allah Ta'ala, bring into our lives the orders of Allah Ta'ala and the Sunnah Tariqah of Rasulullah Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam in all aspects of our lives. May Allah Ta'ala give us tawfiq to leave this world before we die with tawbah and with iman. One of the du'as of Nabi Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam is, Allah give me tawbah, tawfiq to make tawbah in the suha before, before mouth. Allah may asal ka tawbah in the suha qabla al-mawt. Allah give me tawfiq to make tawbah, sincere tawbah before I die. Allah give us our tawfiq. Wa akhir da'wana, alhamdulillahi rabbil alameen. الله أكبر الله أكبر الله أكبر الله أكبر أشهد أن لا إله إلا الله أشهد أن محمد رسول الله محمد رسول الحمد لله الحمد لله القائل والذين آمنوا وعملوا الصالحات أولئك أصحاب الجنة هم فيها خالدون فنحمده حمدا كثيرا كلما يحمده الحامدون ونشكره شكرا جميلا كلما يشكره شاكرون ونشهد أن لا إله إلا الله وحده لا شريك له ونشهد أن سيدنا ونبينا ومولانا محمد عبده ورسوله أما بعد فأعوذ بالله من الشيطان الرجيم بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم 
خلق الإنسان ضعيفا وقال النبي صلى الله عليه وسلم الأنات من الله والعجل من الشيطان وكما قال عليه الصلاة والسلام والله سبحانه وتعالى يقول بقوله يهتدي المهتدون وإذا قرئ القرآن فاستمعوا له وأنصتوا لعلكم ترحمون بارك الله بارك الله لنا ولكم في القرآن العظيم ونفعنا وإياكم مما فيه من الآيات والذكر الحكيم أقول قولي هذا وأستغفر الله لي ولكم ولسائر المسلمين فاستغفروه إنه هو الغفور الرحيم الحمد لله الحمد لله نحمده ونسعينه ونستغفره ونؤمن به ونتوكل عليه ونعوذ بالله من شرور أنفسنا ومن سيئات أعمالنا من يهده الله فلا مضل له ومن يضلله فلا هادي له ونشهد أن لا إله إلا الله وحده لا شريك له ونشهد أن سيدنا ونبينا ومولانا محمد عبده ورسوله أما بعد فأعوذ بالله من الشيطان الرجيم بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم إن الله وملائكته يصلون على النبي يا أيها الذين آمنوا صلوا عليه وسلموا تسليما اللهم صل على محمد عبدك ورسولك وصل على المؤمنين والمؤمنات والمسلمين والمسلمات وبارك على سيدنا محمد وأزواجه وذريته قال النبي صلى الله عليه وسلم أرحم أمتي بأمتي أبو بكر وأشدهم في أمر الله عمر وأصدقهم حياء عثمان وأقضاهم علي وفاطمة سيدة نساء أهل الجنة وحمزة أسد الله وأسد رسوله اللهم اغفر للعباس وولده مغفرة ظاهرة وباطنة لا تغادر ذنبا رضوان الله عليهم وعن كل الصحابة أجمعين الله الله في أصحابي لا تتخذوهم غرضا من بعدي فمن أحبهم فبحب أحبهم ومن أبغضهم فببغض أبغضهم وخير أمتي قرني ثم الذين يلونهم ثم الذين يلونهم ربنا آتنا في الدنيا حسنة وفي الآخرة حسنة وقنا عذاب النار عباد الله رحمكم الله إن الله يأمر بالعدل والإحسان وإيتاء ذي القربى وينهى عن الفحشاء والمنكر والبغي يعظكم لعلكم تذكرون وقال تعالى فاذكروني أذكركم واشكروا لي ولا تكفرون in the morning from half past 10 to half past 12 inshallah there will be a program that will be taking place from Madrasa uh, Talimuddin addressing the issue of Palestine because every Muslim heart bleeds when we hear about what's happening in Palestine so the thing is what do we do in response to that so therefore therefore, guys, this program will be taking place tomorrow four ulama will be addressing us on different aspects of the conflict in Palestine right, and what's happening over there so from half past 10 to half past 12 The Masjid receiver will be relaying that bayan, those four bayans, from half 10 to half 12, inshallah, tomorrow. So uh, we requested to, inshallah, to, to uh, listen on, uh, the, on our receivers, inshallah, the, the, uh, the bayans. And our ladies, on the, the, in the Smart Bilal app, you can download the Smart Bilal app and you can hear the bayan from that way from there, inshallah. The other thing is, brothers, those brothers who are parking the driveway, please make sure that after we finish our salah, we move our cars without any delay. Jazakallah. الله أكبر الله أكبر الله أكبر الله أكبر أشهد أن لا إله إلا الله أشهد أن لا إله إلا الله أشهد أن محمد رسول الله أشهد أن محمد رسول الله حي على الصلاة حي على الصلاة حي على الفلاح حي على الفلاح قد قامت الصلاة قد قامت الصلاة الله أكبر الله أكبر لا إله إلا الله الله أكبر 
الحمد لله رب العالمين الرحمن الرحيم مالك يوم الدين إياك نعبد وإياك نستعين اهدنا الصراط المستقيم صراط الذين أنعمت عليهم غير المغضوب عليهم ولا الضالين سبح اسم ربك الأعلى الذي خلق فسوى والذي قدر فهدى والذي أخرج المرعى فجعله غساء أحوى سنقرك فلا تنسى إلا ما شاء الله إنه يعلم الجهر وما يخفى ونيسرك للعسرى فذكر إن نفعت الذكرى سيذكر من يخشى ويتجنبها الأشقى الذي يصلى النار الكبرى ثم لا يموت فيها ولا يحيا قد أفلح من تزكى وذكر اسم ربه فصلى بل تؤثرون الحياة الدنيا والآخرة خير وأبقى إن هذا لفي الصحف الأولى صحف إبراهيم وموسى الله أكبر سمع الله لمن حمده الله أكبر الله أكبر الله أكبر الله أكبر الحمد لله رب العالمين الرحمن الرحيم مالك يوم الدين إياك نعبد وإياك نستعين اهدنا الصراط المستقيم صراط الذين أنعمت عليهم غير المغضوب عليهم ولا الضالين هل أتاك حديث الغاشية وجوه يومئذ خاشعة عاملة ناصبة تصلى نارا حامية تسقى من عين آنية ليس لهم طعام إلا من ضريع لا يسمن ولا يغني من جوع وجوه يومئذ ناعمة لسعيها راضية في جنة عالية لا تسمع فيها لاغية فيها عين جارية فيها سرر مرفوعة وأكواب موضوعة ونمارق مصفوفة وزرابي مبثوثة أفلا ينظرون إلى الإبل كيف خلقت وإلى السماء كيف رفعت وإلى الجبال كيف نصبت وإلى الأرض كيف سطحت فذكر إنما أنت مذكر لست عليهم مسيطر إلا من تولى وكفر فيعذبه الله العذاب الأكبر إن إلينا إيابهم ثم إن علينا حسابهم الله أكبر سمع الله لمن حمده الله أكبر
السلام عليكم ورحمة الله السلام عليكم ورحمة الله اللهم أنت السلام ومنك السلام بارك يا الجلال والإكرام اللهم أعنا على ذكرك وشكرك وحسن عبادتك ربنا آتنا في الدنيا حسنة وفي الآخرة حسنة وغنى عذاب النار اللهم إنا نسألك من خير ما سألك من نبي محمد صلى الله عليه وسلم ونعوذ بك من شر ما استعاذك من نبي محمد صلى الله عليه وسلم أنت المستعان وعليك البلاغ ولا حول ولا قوة إلا بالله العلي العظيم سبحان ربك رب العزة عما يصفون وسلام على المرسلين والحمد لله